I'm David Davey and this is Tara Watson and you're listening to Queer Cat Club. Club. And what's up? Well, not much. What about you? Well, I can, all I'm thinking is bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I wish we could do cereal week again. Well, you know what? Let's just, you know what? I think we should just do it every week. Well, yeah. Just, well, well, you just talk and I'll just do the backing track. The whole track. Okay, ready? So the weird thing was, is that Davey and Tara talked about... I know it too well. Oh, I love that song. Anyway, so we're back to a normal week in podcast land. Yes, we are. Back into the regular outfit of things. So some big things sort of have happened while we've been away, haven't they? Yeah, well, um, the biggest kind of, well, one of the biggest transgender news was the first episode of I Am Kate. Yes, which was the um, docu-series or, you know, about Caitlyn Jenner and her, you know, sort of well, experiences. Yeah, just starting a life, telling her loved ones and, you know, just learning things along the way. Learning things about herself, but also learning about the transgender community and a lot of the kind of harsh mm. realities they face. Yeah. I think, and I think it was very widely well received, wasn't it? And yeah. after watching it, you can see why. They did it very smartly. Yeah. I think they were very aware of the criticism they probably were going to get. And a lot, even before it premiered, people were going to be like, oh, well, Caitlyn Jenner's very lucky. Most transgender people don't have, you know, a hair and makeup stylist to kind of teach them yeah. things yeah. and that money and that support. And they were aware of that. So I think it was good that they, you know, made sure they mentioned other stories. Yeah. I think I was thinking about this with Caitlyn Jenner as well, just sort of to just talk about her for a second. You know, the, the fact that, you know, people are like, oh, you know, it's so easy. She's, you know, she's transitioned. She's, she's, you know, she's able to pass. But in reality, because of her history and her public history as well, she's not really ever truly able to truly yeah. pass. I mean, she? some people always think of her as that sports star. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're not really sporty people, but I'm sure a lot of real sporty people just think that's Bruce Jenner. You yeah. know, the sports hero, he did things with running, I believe. Running? Did he run? Did he run? He was running. Oh, there you go. I remember a clip of him, like, running through, you know, like a winning Banner. Rib- ribbon. Yeah, right. <laughs> As I you think can it's tell, called the winner's ribbon. We are sports scholars. <laughs> he was running through a winner's ribbon. The winner's ribbon, And he's yes. like, woo. As is custom on every running Yeah, well, whenever they, whenever they show documentaries about Caitlyn Jenner, they show this little clip of the yes, ribbon. Yes, yes. <laughs> so that's all my knowledge yes. is based on. Yes. So... But back to I Am Kate. Yeah, okay. So I Am Kate, very good. Um, so what do we like yeah. about it? Okay, I liked, I liked with the mother that they didn't shy yes. away from how she, you know, handled it. Yes. Uh, I think it was quite honest in its... And I think in the good way, it's sort of... Edu- in a good way it educates people to sort of you know if they if people out there have these rebuttals you know religious rebuttals or whatever against you know trans people or going or they your misunderstandings they flesh them out in the show as well yeah and like she's not seen as a villain either she's a mother and it is something very hard for a parent to kind of come to terms with because just something simple as you know she gave Bruce her name mm. and that name being taken away and being told well, not to call that not to use that name anymore yeah. is very hard for a mother or a father to handle. Yeah, that connection and that identity yeah. between, you know, parent and I child. I mean she yeah, she said that she still can't say Caitlin. She's just has to she can't like yeah. just yeah. It's a reflex to say Bruce and that's something that she's having trouble to change. 
which is fair enough. And I think, like, that, the really good thing about that as well is, um, you know, actually listening to Esther Jenner, Esther, um, she said, you know, that she didn't think she could be more proud when her son went to the Olympics. But then she turned around and she said, but I was wrong. I could, I've never been more proud than the courage that she has shown. I loved him with all my heart and I will love Caitlin with all my heart as well. Yeah. I just think that's so beautiful, you know? And, and it's true. I mean, a lot of people like to take away from what Caitlin's doing. We're like, oh, well, she's rich and famous. But I mean, the fact that she is rich and famous, that's, and she's mm. doing this change in yep. front of the entire world. Entire world, yeah. And yeah, I mean, what she's doing is quite amazing. As long as she you know, keeps with, you know, representing other stories. Mm. I mean, what I really want her to show is also like the disproportionate rates of not just transgender suicide, but yes. black, black transgender suicide. Yeah, minority within it's minority. Way, it's way higher. So I hope she shows a few black transgender stories yep. stories as well. Well, I think she started off on, on a great foot anyway, because, you know, a good portion of the docuseries episode was actually focusing on other trans people and, and you know, sort of, I mean, even the, the actual docuseries itself, that the episode started with Caitlin stressing about her position in the trans community yeah. and how she's going to use I that like position. That. I like She's very self-aware yes. of her position and her influence, and that makes her upset, which it would. I mean, you've got oh, this influence. So what, what are you going to do with that? And, yeah, so... So what do we want to happen in the series? What would we like to see? What do we want to see covered? Mm. Um, I definitely think, you know, giving more of a broad idea of the trans community, I think just giving the trans community not only a, a sense of, like, a, you know, a platform and a voice, but also that um, opening of a humane side. You know, when that original interview with Diane Sawyer came about, the first thing that really shocked me um, was how human they portrayed Caitlin. And I hope that that humanity is portrayed more so in the series because that's going to go so far in helping trans people all over the world for people who are ignorant towards trans people to see this. And I think, and I think this will happen either way, that there doesn't need to be a focus on, you know, the, you know, details of sexual reassignment surgery, anything like that. I yeah. hope that isn't the focus. Yeah, Because that understand. doesn't need to be. I well, mean, yeah, it's yeah. none of our business. Yeah. I what mean, goes on, it's none of anyone's business what happens with anyone's private parts. Yeah. Well, Laverne Cox has it's, touched on that a lot as well. Yeah. Another famous trans person for people who don't know. Um, yeah, she's talked a lot about that. Like, you know, why are we so focused on the genitals and the, and the whole, you know, reassignment and have you had the operation and all that. And so, it, yeah, yeah, when right. I first heard about the show, I thought it might be almost like a plastic surgery, you know, documentary. Extreme makeover stage, kind of Stage thing? by stage. Oh, yeah. And then after the ads, I'm like, okay, no, this is promising. This doesn't seem like, you know, it's on Channel E, so it could have very easily been, you know, yeah. plastic surgery yeah. stages, yeah. seeing, you know, before and after uh -huh. shots. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah, I think... I think it's very smart how they've done it. Yes, um, very human. Um, I am intrigued to see more of Chris Jenner in it. Right. Um, I think that's coming up in a few episodes yes. because I know in Van Vanity Fair, Caitlin kind of put down Chris a little bit, which you know it's it's hard because while it's not very nice to do that, I mean watching the the parts of Kim Kardashian's, I did see Chris treated Bruce terribly. Really, like. As Bruce, I mean, Bruce was a bit of like, you know, he didn't, he liked his golf and stuff, but Chris really just walked all over him. So if Chris is on the show, then that will be interesting mm. how she's, you know, handling the change and yeah. how Caitlin feels toward, towards Chris now. It's funny though, because in the previous, we didn't really see Chris. No, it hasn't been. All, I mean, that's we? the ex-wife. So I'm interested to see if that's mm. touched on. Well, it looks like it will be, whether she'll be in it or not will be an interesting thing. If she makes an appearance, there was, oh yeah, there was a clip of Chris, oh not Chris, oh, Kim, of yeah, Kim yes. saying, 
you know, just because you're doing well and like doesn't mean you have to bring other people down. Yeah, step step on step us on, on the other way people up. to get to the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so there's going to definitely be touched on, isn't it? So cool. Something else that's coming up, which I've read about, is it's quite a bit of a contradiction or just a surprise to many people that Caitlyn Jenner is a Republican. I think that's one of the fascinating things about Caitlyn is that she does. I mean. As much like, you know, I wouldn't call myself any kind of Republican or anything like that, you know, like in terms of their values. But it's interesting that she does and she's still interested in, you know, her things. She likes her golf and she does this and she does that. There's that element of she doesn't have to conform to these particular yeah. identities not, in she's order not to following be a, She's not following a script. She's not following the how-to yeah. guide for transgender people because there is no how-to guide. Yeah. Everyone's their own person. They make their own choices, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, I even think just her, her the late stage of transition and everything, you know, in terms of her age and everything as well. Yeah, yeah, and you know, even Caitlyn's voice is just something a lot of people have been talking about. Yeah. There hasn't been really much variation between Bruce Jenner's voice and Caitlyn's Jenner's voice. I know you're very you like to do your impersonation. <laughs> I, see, this is a funny thing because, like, you know, slightly too far, and I just sound so wrong. But this is okay. Ready? <laughs> well, this is try. the this is the best Caitlyn Jenner impersonation I can do. Okay. <clears throat> We're gonna do some good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. I am done. Right, we're gonna do some good. Yeah, so too, too much less than no, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah, so you gotta so turn it back a bit. I think, I don't know what people expected. Do they really think that Caitlyn Jenner was gonna talk like this? Like, that mm. is like a conscious effort. I mean, transgender people shouldn't have to change, like, yeah. just. She should talk naturally, whatever comes naturally. It's hard. I think it's it, this all boils back down to the concept of passing as well, though, because I mean, that was touched on in that little segment we saw between Kim and yeah. Caitlin so, in the upcoming it. little clip, they have um, Caitlin saying that she'd like to order room service, and someone responds, Yes, ma'am, instead of Yes, sir. So she was practicing with Kim, who was very quickly like, You still sound like a man, you still sound like a man. And yeah, I mean, Caitlin was just like, I don't think women get how hard it is and yeah. the kind of troubles that they face. Yeah. Trying to, yeah, pass. Yeah, I mean, and that's, it, it is because, you know, I, I, for me, like the whole sort of looking at the idea of passing and, and going, oh, you know, why do, why we can, you know, why are certain trans people conforming to these values or, you know, what a woman should sound like or what should, how should she dress? But it's, sometimes it can even boil down to the idea of safety and things as well when it mm. comes to voice, because that can be a big giveaway for yeah. some less fortunate if trans like people. like a very pretty, you know, feminine looking girl sounds like, like a real blokey sound, someone mm. would probably, someone quite bigoted might. Yes. Like, you know, attack that type yep. of person. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I don't hear Caitlin and be like, oh, well, that so doesn't suit that body. That, Not at all. You know, Not it's at all. like if, if Caitlin did want to do voice training to feminize her voice, if she wants that, yes. and she feels if self, she, if she feels yeah. self-conscious yeah. about that, that's yeah. fine. But I just look at her and that's Caitlin Jenner. It's just not. Like it's still I agree. Yeah. I agree, and I think that's just I I, 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 I like her voice. I, yeah. know, I like everything. We about like it. her voice. I like it's, everything about Caitlyn. It's just she just says it how it is. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's fine. I I really don't care whether she changes or feminizes her voice. Like, and we shouldn't yeah be putting these mm. gender traits on something as silly as a voice. Yeah, especially because I mean, like from my perspective as a gender queer individual, where I tend to to question things when it comes to things you know about male and female, masculine, feminine, you know, gender expressions. Um, yeah, there's this big sort of idea of, you know, why do we conform to these certain ideas? But I think when it comes to trans people, like we were saying, it can be an issue of safety. And yeah, even with, you know, 
gay people. There is that mm. voice thing. There's yeah. actually a documentary coming out. Yeah, it's about to come out. It's actually been, been trying to fund it for ages. I've been following. So the documentary is called Do I Sound Gay? And it's, oh. yeah, we should watch it whenever. Probably take about five years to come to Australia. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it's about people growing up, gay guys growing up, trying to change their voice to not be bullied and targeted. Ah. And then this, and the creation of the gay voice. Like, what is a gay voice? Yeah. And how did that become the stereotypical voice? What is yeah. It? yeah. So it's interesting that someone, like, attributes a character to a voice. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I mean, even if I spe- if a gay guy doesn't sound like a gay guy, people will be surprised that you're gay. I mean, what does that mean anyway? Yeah. What is it? What is a gay voice? Like, it's yeah. just what TV and movies have told us is a gay yeah. voice, pretty much. Yeah, it all just boils back to sort of you know gender representation and, and what men and women should stereotypically sound like, and it's just. It's, I mean, it's I'm sure we're probably. I probably have kind of a low. I don't have a very girly voice. I don't think. See, I, I wouldn't say I have a particularly masculine voice. Either. I don't even know mine. It's just a voice. I mean, sometimes yeah. I'm a bit lispy, but <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, from I Am Kate to another reality show coming out soon. Yeah. So, I mean, I Am Kate's a big step for transgender kind of representation. And then just before I Am, I Am Kate, um, I Am Jazz came out. Um, mm. It's on channel t- TLC. The channel we get, but I looked and I cannot find it. We it's obviously the American uh, version. We don't we we in Australia we don't get many things. The rest of the world gets. Well, Jazz Jennings is an interesting um, individual. She's a YouTuber, actually, a fourteen-year-old YouTuber. So yeah, yeah. so young. So Sorry. young. I think I think it's cool because it's going to be a completely different story. I mean, fourteen. That's yeah. so young to be on TV. Yeah. See, like that that it brings up a whole other host of sort of issues as well when we think about trans people and like. You know the responsibility of the parents to a trans person and you know and when is it right for them to transition and, and then they're all kind of be a product of their environment and how they're brought up and obviously she has a very supportive family mm. i mean i think the show is just kind of just about her family about her going to school yeah it's i mean obviously dealing with bullies along the way which is kind of inevitable in these day and age until you know more things change but yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's more stories. I think the more transgender perspectives and stories, the better. And and different perspectives. Like, I would love a black transgender reality series. I mean, it doesn't need to be called I Am, insert name. Yeah, <laughs> which is becoming be, a bit of a trend. Yeah, it's like a template that's been set. I mean, let's call it... Let's, we can have new names for shows. Yeah. Unless, well. oh, unless that's just what they... I don't know. I mean, if I want to say I Am... Shaniqua. No. That reminds me of Rachel, whatever. Dolezal. Oh, Rachel yeah. Dolezal. That was like the funniest story of the year. Oh my much. god. She's still like saying that she's transracial. See, that's just, it, that just really spits in the face of like, like the idea of being transgender as well when we talk yeah. about transracialism. Well, that which was is a when, completely when made it up all term. happened, she was just like saying, you know, I, you know, I really see Caitlyn Jenner as me as like kindred spirits. And I'm like, do not jump on Caitlyn Jenner's mm-hmm. like bandwagon, you no. know. Gender is something that's learnt, whereas race is something that's biological. Like, yes. It's not, and she's also, you know, jumping, pretending to represent a marginalized group that's, you know. Yes. When yeah. she was raised and was lucky enough to grow in a privileged group so she's kind of picking and choosing where she you know can Mm. where she belongs and yeah 
it's it's funny because like even this listening to you discuss that then i can hear like people like you know ignorant bigots using those same arguments against trans people you know like transgender people i'm talking about and it's funny because like it's they're such vastly different things you know like you said like gender and i'm talking gender not sex but gender is between the ears sex between the legs never forget that and Gender is something that I do consider fluid, and a lot of people should because no one is either A or B, truly. Um, yeah, it's like gender is cultural, race is natural. That's kind of what how they would, yeah, like define those terms. Yeah. So yeah, you it, your gender is a cultural thing. You're not born. You're told how to act. Yeah. What very early yeah, age. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of trans people they live you know, not being happy with themselves because very early on they're told you're a boy, you have to act this way, you're a girl, you yes. have to act this way. Yeah. And they think if they do something different, they'll get in trouble, mm -hmm. they won't make friends. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's kind of sad, actually. I mean, like, you think about, like, how people are indoctrinated so early into gender. I was at the, we were at the um, Campbell Markets the other day, actually. Um, only, what, yesterday? It's in Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne. in Melbourne. It's a, it's a, a really popular camp, um, it's a really popular market down here in Melbourne. And, um, you know, I was just walking through the, the queue, yeah, the, the, the stalls, and I saw these guys, and they were looking at, like, you know, this table of shirts, and they picked up this particularly pink, girly one with, like, little frills and things on the edge, and they were throwing it back and forward to each other, going, oh, no, you can wear it, oh, no, you can wear it. And it's funny just how that sense of fear and that sense of, like, oh, my God, I don't want to be seen as a girl, or this is what I'm taught to be, And it's just you know? silly, because I'm sure if they threw that to me, I'd be like, well, this is a hideous shirt, I'm not wearing this either. Oh, like, yeah, well, it's, exactly. It's, yeah, like, no. just so silly. It's crazy, and I see that when I'm when I'm working in makeup as well, because I, obviously I, I do, I, I'm a makeup artist, and I, I work here in Melbourne as a makeup artist, and when I'm on counter, I, um, you know, sometimes you do, you get some guys coming and going, you know, and you can hear them making jokes to each other, like, oh, you know, which lipstick would look good on me, ha, ha, ha. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm okay. sitting there in my cream contour. I'm here. And I'm like, I'm like, you guys are so fucking imprisoned, you know? What? Like, just let that shit go, you know? Well, you had a teenager a few weeks ago. Oh, yes. Yes, I did, I yes. mean, it's always bizarre thing, because, you know, so he works at Mac, the most respected makeup brand in the world and it's very hard to get a job there i mean when i used to go into mac i'd be quite intimidated by the makeup artists i'm just mm. like wow they're state they always look amazing mm. and the makeup's so fancy and i would just be very intimidated whereas this girl yeah was talking to you and then quite surprised that you were a man wear wearing makeup yeah working yeah. as a makeup artist yeah. selling makeup yeah, exactly <laughs> like I, i'm not an accountant or something yeah. i wasn't working in a nunnery like it's it's a bit bizarre because I mean this particular girl and I get I think looking back at the situation it was just purely she was young she had probably never come across you know any kind of individual who had broken any kind of gender boundary before and she looked at me and it just didn't make sense in her eyes and you could see that confusion where she was like but you're a boy why are you wearing makeup I'm like but you're a girl why are you wearing pants come on get get over it you know yeah. like again this is a cultural thing that we put we've been put you know amongst ourselves and you know the sooner people see that the less of a threat we become mm. to each other another kind of exciting development that's coming soon i can't give a date because i have not done my research <laughs> um is tom hooper's film the danish girl so it has eddie redmayne redmayne um He's awesome. I do like him. I don't like him playing Marius in Les Miserables, though. Yeah. Oh, he's the one that sings like this. 
But when he's not singing, yeah, well, when he's, he's not. very good. Well, I hope so. I mean, yeah, this is it, it's an American film, which I I wasn't aware of until I Wikipedia it about five minutes ago, and it's um it's a it's a fascinating sort of idea. You know, it's funny how these trans stories are coming to the forefront. Um, it's 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 bad, but it's good that it's really trendy right yes, now. Yes, I think that's one. I mean, argument. hope it doesn't. It, hope it doesn't mean that it's a trend that will pass. Hope it is just the, yeah, just the beginning. I know what you mean, but in saying that though, um, it's it's funny because it's funny we talk about this. I was reading um, a, a, a something a post someone had made on Facebook today actually about, and they were rebutting the idea of how you know transgender issues and things are on trend and things like that. And they were saying it's not at all about being on trend. It's about making it an environment where we you know trans people are becoming more comfortable to discuss well, their issues. Yeah. Um, okay, so this film is about transgender icon Lily Elb. So she was the first person to undergo successful gender confirmation surgery. Yes. So this was when? In the 20s, actually. Yeah. In Copenhagen. So, yeah, it's a fascinating... Um, I, I, I actually didn't um, know that it, like, the first um, successful gender confirmation surgery was in the 20s. That's almost yeah. 100 years ago. And it's interesting that it's like the first successful. So mm. does that mean there was many unsuccessful? Which Well, I guess in modern history, I mean... Yeah, I mean... You know, yeah, I mean, the, the science wasn't even there yet. So I don't even want to know how it was done. Well, that's oh, well, true. We'll see. We'll watch the movie and see. I don't know. Maybe it's, it might be coming out for Oscar season. We'll, it will have a lot of Oscar buzz. Yes. So, anyway, we um, very recently, we attended the Marriage Equality Rally here in Melbourne, didn't we? Yeah. So, um, let's go ahead and play some clips that we actually captured from that day. Okay, so it's we are live here from the Equality... Um, marriage Equality Marriage now. Equality rally now rally. In Melbourne. In and Melbourne. We are marching. We are currently marching. Yet to, yet to start chanting, but there are so many people there, here, aren't it's they? It's insane. The streets are flooded. You can't see anyone else that isn't covered with rainbows. Or glitter. And it's amazing. So, it's whoa. Amazing. between a man and a woman to the exclusion of all others and it's into voluntary for life. So yeah, it was an absolutely amazing day. So yeah, definitely, definitely worthwhile attending. So, so fun. Okay, and now for our catch Okay. okay. So, so we've yeah we've been quite excited this past week or so with the news that RuPaul is doing All Star Season Two. Yes. All oh stars. my god. Long time coming. Like no offense to All Star Season One, but they had a quite a small pool to kind of grab from at that stage. Mm -hmm. Whereas since then, the biggest names have been on RuPaul. Yeah. And a lot of them haven't won. A lot of them are just insanely charismatic. Okay, so we thought we'll kind of go through each of our dream teams. Yes. So, I mean, there's already like a unofficial poll happening that has quite a few of our favourites up the top anyway. Mm. But we'll yeah, we'll talk about who we who we want to see. Okay. okay. So, all right, I'm going to start from the earliest season and work forward because I have itinerized it like that. But <laughs> we're just going to go back and forward. So, all right, my first person I would like to see on RuPaul Drag Race All Stars is put someone who I know you haven't heard of because you haven't seen season one. Angina. 
Have you ever heard of Angina? I hate hair. No, yeah, you always hate Angina. <laughs> she's Angina, the worst. Angina no. was one, actually. Now, here's some trivia for you. Um, she's for like you. Trivia. Yeah, she's um. a trivia fan. Um, Angina was um, actually on stage. She actually came out as HIV positive in a particular what, challenge in where they RuPaul? were. Yeah, on, oh, on, on the runway. And she broke down and, and because they were doing a challenge that was for like a um, HIV awareness campaign. And so, you know, she, I think she won um, the cam the actual challenge and then came out and said she was HIV positive. And it was just an incredible moment. Okay, well I've written, the, yeah, most of mine are from the recent seasons. I, yeah. the only person I like from season three oh, is yeah. Raja. <laughs> Oh, Raj, And yeah. she won, so she, I, I think that she means could, yeah. she's not... Yeah, because I think the whole point is if anyone's won it already, they yeah. can't be on because yes. they already won the prize money. Hottest guy and girl, like the... Oh, the voice. voice. The voice. Mm. It's sexiest voice. Smooth as silk. Okay, so... Yeah, you go. You My go. one? Okay, now this is from season two. Another person who you don't know. This is I just, don't know any of these just, people. Just to get her out there, Morgan McMichaels. Now, Morgan McMichaels has done a lot of YouTube work. She's got amazing teeth. She's very sassy. Um, and on some of the earliest Did you say episodes, amazing teeth? Amazing teeth. <laughs> okay. Yes. And, um, I'm on board. Yeah, good. <laughs> You're a teeth person. Um, yeah, she's, no, she's incredible. And she's got a lot of sass. She's very smart and she's very, very polished in her drag. Um, and she was actually on Drag U as well, I think. Yeah. Okay, anyway, well, I'm not your doing turn. any order. Yeah, I can't just, just pull them out. Just pull them out. Okay, Alyssa Edwards. Yeah, oh my god, I had Alyssa Edwards. <laughs> oh my god, uh, Edwards, I yes. love her. She's oh, shit. so. Like, she'll just bring the drama. Yeah. We, we need more quotes from her. Yeah. <laughs> We've filled our quote quota. Mm. <laughs> um, more quotes. Yeah. Oh, God. She's such great value. Uh. Not because she's likable, because she's so unlikable. Yeah. And she just thinks she's amazing. And we, sometimes she is. But yeah. yeah, and she'll be a good in the mix. I think she'll bring the drama. Totally. No, I love her. Um, okay, my turn from season three Delta Work. Delta Work was one of the the size queens. She actually kind of, oh, I know she reminded no, you. I know you liked her the whole time. I didn't like her. You didn't like Delta? She was a bit boring. She was I, one of the Heathers. I didn't like, yeah, I know. I did like the Heathers, but I didn't like, oh, she was all right. I didn't, yeah, she was. I didn't like if <laughs> Yeah, she was. Yes, she was. <laughs> That's not even nice. She was all right. Yeah, she was all right. <laughs> um, can we move on to season four? I was still Yes, we can. I am now done with season three. Okay. Um, okay, I think this is season four. I think we're all definitely going to agree. Yeah. Will Willem. Gotcha. Tick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Willem is a must. Uh, Although I think I think she said that she's not hasn't yeah. been offered it. Or I something. think there was a leaked. Um, I think it was a, a leaked Facebook post actually that was deleted immediately. I thought like it was a Instagram, of, but yeah, one oh, of maybe them. it was Instagram, but it was immediately like it was removed very quickly. So, pretty much saying that she knows she's been so popular in the votes and that that's what the people want, but she's not been offered a place. Yes. And now there's like. Um, She's got conflicts with what she has to do, so it sounds. I hope she's just punking us all because yeah. she has to be on it. Now, leading from season four, um, I actually would like to see Fifi O'Hara. I back. knew you were going to say this. I know. I didn't write Fifi, even though I don't mind it because I knew you would say Fifi. Yeah. You just want Fifi in the pants. Oh, Fifi is so fucking hot, but like. <laughs> Since then, on her Instagram, she's made the most amazing. She's such an incredible costume designer and everything as well. Like, she's Fifi is a bitch. Fifi, I love it though. I think Fifi is a bit of a bully. Well, she That's was. What I like. Yeah, you would. I, I don't know. I don't mind her look. Yeah, yeah. She had some amazing looks. See, but my... her attitude and oh. okay, we'll just do the um, season before season seven, which is even six. That's true. I'm good at maths. <laughs> um, okay, I'll just tuck out three from that season. Okay. Okay, Adore. Oh, yeah, I didn't write Adore, but yeah, yeah, I should have written Adore. Okay, Adore is not a must, but I wouldn't mind. I'd like Adore, to see how she is Adore now. is adorable. I love Adore. 
Yeah. Okay, um, Ben de la Creme because... Fuck, I didn't write Ben de la Creme. <laughs> well, Ben de la Creme, I think, should have gone further on her season. Yes, yes, fun, totally. So funny, like, so underrated. Like, yeah. I know that season was all about Bianca. Terminally Bian delightful. Yeah, like, that season was all about Bianca, but, like, Ben de la Creme was equally hilarious, oh, especially yes. during... Yes, and she did go home so much earlier than so she should So early. Have. Yes. And then finally for season... Six. Six. Um, I've got to say Courtney Act. Shit, yeah. See, I can't, I didn't, it's so... I didn't, I didn't put Courtney... I, I what think, are like, you doing? Where, like, where love, are we from? I know, and I know that she represents Australia, and I know that she's amazing, and I wouldn't... Like, I just... She's perfect. But personality... Well, I wrote in... I wrote... I wrote, I wrote Courtney Act, and then in brackets I wrote biased, because yes. we're very biased. Oh, I, but I she's think incredible. We just, she's just Australian, and... Okay. Anyway, okay. two people from season six who you didn't mention who I would like to see on All Stars 2. Really? Uh, yeah. Milk... Oh, because no, milk's quite milk. interesting. Milk, I, I know, yeah, okay. It has grown a lot since then. Well, it me. looks like in the polls, milk's still doing hella well. Really? Yeah, we, I, yeah, I was really surprised that milk is really high. Okay, so. another one. Now, this is for the drama, but also because I think she's pretty cool because, like, she is, she's, she paints beautifully. Jia Gunn. Yeah. Oh no, I did put Jigga. Oh, did you put Jigga? I don't remember her name. I put eyelashes. Absolutely. I put the eyelash yeah, thing. Yeah, the when no, I, Yeah, no, no, I do love her. She's oh. ridiculous. Imagine her along with Alyssa Edwards and oh. Willem. Oh my god, and That's Fifi. Drama. Like that would just be drama pop yeah. central. Okay, so okay. we haven't talked about the big one. Yes, the, the elephant in the room. Okay, ready? We'll say both at the, the same time. State of America. State of America. <laughs> Three, two, one. Alaska. Alaska. Absolutely. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Uh, oh. I okay. So Alaska is pretty much responsible for my love of Drag Race. Mm. I started like sinfully late. Davo had Davy. Davy had been <laughs> talking about it for a long time, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll jump on board. So I started season five, and I fell in love I'm with Alaska. I'm glad you started five though, because yeah, there were so, so many good. It's characters a random in that season one. for me to start up, but oh, Alaska was my all. <laughs> like hilarious. Just She's like human. And can make fun of herself. Like, I mean, that, 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 that's like her best. Quality. Yeah, I mean, one of the first challenges she dressed up as a like a, a country bumpkin guy, and everyone was like, "You're supposed to be doing drag," and she just wanted to be funny. Like, and I love that. Mm. I love that lack she, of she having to like, like main, yeah, maintain this air about her. She doesn't give like a fuck. No. I think that's awesome. Okay, yeah. so now we've got a few stragglers that I haven't mentioned. So I'm going to mention three more. I've got detox. Oh yeah, detox was on my list. Yep, it's just so polished. <laughs> it's, a, it's a given. And if she actually now, and that sounds harsh, but I don't think she tried that hard to be honest. In um in season five, I think she did a little bit of cruising, and I think she that did, was one of her. She did faults. cruise, yeah. Especially with acting and stuff, I think maybe I don't know. She didn't push herself that far. Maybe because she didn't want to look silly, she just wanted to maintain this, you know beautiful exterior type thing yeah but um i don't know i just like i am an immortal fan of detox and amazing. detox is just incredible i just yeah I, I think she's one of the most polished queens i've seen on that show and i've seen her live as well and you, you cannot find a fault on that that queen she's amazing mm. okay we should probably talk about the most recent season yes so now two i'm gonna now i'm gonna launch my two from season seven i have three and you've got three so i've got Katya? Katya. Yep. Okay, Katya has to be the best person oh. in the world. One of the most hilarious drag queens ever to grace RuPaul's drag. She's I wanted like, her um, to win it. Oh, yeah. Well, one of our last episodes, we guessed about who should win it. And I foolishly said Katya, not realizing she'd left yeah. already. And I was heartbroken. Okay, so we agree on Katya. And the way it's the way it's looking, I think she will be on yeah. it. Yeah, she's got to be. She's got the highest, she's the highest vote. It. 
Um, everyone thinks she should have gone further. She's kind of ticking all the boxes. I think she will be on it. Miss Fame. Me too. <laughs> Miss Fame Miss... because she should have gone further. Indeed. Miss Fame, I think, was kind of bullied in a way. I don't know. Was just, uh, I think yeah. her confidence was sh was shaken in a way. Yeah. And it's, her looks are flawless. Flawless. And very fashion forward. Mm. Some a different dynamic, yeah. I mean, I think she. I want to give her another chance because I think we both were shocked when she left. It was she left earlier than she should have, and I think what let her down was that you're right that her, her confidence was probably shaken a little bit. Okay, are we, right. the last person. Are we going to say the same well, person? I've, I've, I've that's my list. That's oh, my, that's my dream team. Okay, well I put Pearl. Oh yeah, but yeah. it might just be for man candy because well, I maybe. just want to see him again. But no, shut up. <laughs> Pearl is the hottest guy, girl, like hottest guy and girl ever on the show. Oh, I yeah, but everyone just melts for, oh, for Pearl. Oh, Pearl. Oh. Yeah. So all together, that if any of those dream team elements come together, I think it's gonna be a very, very strong season. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I hope it's long. I hope it's not like in like a stupid well, short season. And no yeah. of this pairs stuff. No pairs. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, we should wrap this up. Um, Buffy's been quiet. She's just sleeping on the couch. She's been like very chill. She's not actually contributed to the episode at all. Oh, see, I, I, I gave her a Novocaine, so I, did, uh, I thought that was okay. It's probably for the best. Look, I thought, you know, she needed a nap. Just keep her quiet. Yeah. I've been, I've, no, I said that. Yeah. I've been, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so we'll see you next episode. Oh, I hear the music. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, Goodbye. Okay. Okay. That sounds like Oh, also, Twitter. We have Twitter. What? Twitter exists. Yes, we have a Twitter account. Yes, so... Well, we both have separate ones. We haven't merged them yet. Yes. Even though, one day, I'm when sure we're married, the Unity... Um, um, that's okay. what happens with, with married people. Their Twitter accounts merge. Yes. Um, okay, so you can follow me on Twitter at Tara S. Watson. And me at David K. Davey, D-A-V-E-Y, all one word. Also, follow our little Buffy on Instagram at Buffy underscore and Yep. Yeah. Okay. You can do that. Do it. <laughs> it's an option. Or don't listen to us again, actually. No, yeah. that's, right. that's too hard. <laughs> please, please listen. listen to us, please. All right. Okay, bye. Bye.